You are listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Rural Voices, the Rural Youth Europe podcast. Hello and welcome back to Rural Voices, the Rural Youth Europe podcast. Today it has been an absolute pleasure to sit down with Lauma Appener from Latvian 4H. She is a very proud 4H volunteer and medicine student from Latvia. She is incredibly passionate about making sure that young people have access to sexual health education and believes that our organisations can play a role. This is obviously a sensitive topic for some people, but Lauma talks about how we can get these conversations started. This is being recorded in June, and this month I've seen that Scottish young farmers are already ahead of the game, launching their Jiggy With It June sexual health social media campaign. So we talk about that too. Here's what's to come in the episode. Sexual health, it's uh, in our society, it's more like, a, I would say, taboo. And I, I don't think people actually talk about it at home. Even in school, it's like not mentioned at all. I think that it's their mindset uh, that they don't tell about it to us, but we actually could change that. This opportunity actually gave me some strength to <laughs> raise my head, raise my vo- voice to talk about it, because this, this, this is sensitive. And as a medical student, I think it is kind of my duty, I would say, in this organization to make others aware of these problems. Hi, Lauma. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here on Rural Voices. And I'm happy to be here and I really appreciate that you asked me to be here and talk about this important topic. And am I right in thinking that you are in your final year of study now? What are you studying? I'm studying medicine. I just uh, ended the fifth year. The sixth is the last one. So it's like I'm going to finish it very soon. And uh, I, it's very important to me because in the usual, usually when I'm, I'm working in hospital, I'm studying and all these statistics about the uh, check sexual health and how people actually doesn't know many stuff what is important I'm, I'm I'm a bit worried about that and I think we need to start talking about this in the early age not like when there's adults because I think it's more effective to prevent like this uh, diseases or anything uh, related to that than in the end, try to deal with them. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, clearly, this is something that you are really passionate about. What what kind of role do you think our rural organisations can play in this? Because you know, you say you want people talking about it more, but what could the likes of Four H and Young Farmers? What can they be doing? I see it uh, as we we can make projects in schools, uh, some collaborations with schools, because in our schools, I don't know how it's in other countries. In Latvia, we don't have this um, health education, like subject about health, not to mention sexual health. It's uh, in our society, it's more like, a, I would say taboo. 
And I I don't think people actually talk about it at home. Even in school, it's like not mentioned at all. And uh, we could make these projects uh, with schools, talk, talk about it. Uh, yeah, I would say in schools because we're usually working with rural, rural uh, young youngsters and uh, children and everything with the rural, rural areas and uh, I think people in there knows even less than people in the cities. When I started school I was uh, studying in rural, rural area and we didn't talk about anything like that. Then I came to study to Riga and uh, I had the best bio biology teacher ever and she was really talking about it she was uh, she brought in some specialists who taught us too about the reproduction everything related to sexual health but it's like one school uh when i had talked with the other young people i was asking you had something in school like that and they were like no it's like we we just like googled it or some some got it from internet yeah and i mean this kind of topic and this kind of conversation is exactly the kind of conversation that you want to be having you know a with someone that you know is a reliable source of information who's going to be giving you some accurate information but also someone that you trust and within a safe space you know like the spaces created within our organizations we have this uh, association for uh, young doctors in Latvia and this year there was like um, they were talking in television they were um, giving interviews and uh, about this uh, I would say sad situation in Latvia because there were sur surveys where people asked uh, were asked about uh, HIV or STDs and 78% uh, people said that it doesn't relate to them they don't want to know anything about it and uh, they were like i don't want to know about that 78 percent yeah it's very very sad yeah exactly and i mean it's clearly it's clearly very much a conversation that people actively avoid yeah yeah and i mean i find exactly. it interesting how we didn't see we don't see our organizations doing that much on this topic because a lot of our organizations are run by the members, they are member-led, and it's them that aren't wanting to tackle this topic. Yeah. Why do you think this is something that we still struggle with and it's still kind of a too, taboo topic? I would say people are shy of talk, talk, talking about this, but it actually it's uh, relatable to everyone. Maybe, I don't know, in other countries but in latvia we have this um, some uh, like these ideas from the when we were in the russia in the, it's like soviet union and that there was like we found children in the, the lettuce or the um, it was like these stories about uh, how we get children and uh, in our society our parents or their parents, they didn't talk at all about this. So I think that it's their mindset uh, that they don't 
tell about it to us, but we actually could change that. And uh, of course, there's this, this part, you need to feel safe to talk about it. You, I actually, I uh, couldn't uh, talk with anyone, uh, like with everyone about it. You need this uh, safe space where you can express yourself, where you can ask questions and get direct answers and don't feel ashamed because sometimes sometimes there's uh, i think people look at you differently if you start talking about something like this they're like no yeah i don't think i want to hear this yeah i mean it's a really good point because you know that idea of it that it's just embedded into people yeah because you know if your parents aren't going to talk about it then you're probably going to grow up not talking about it. But you're right. I do think that us as rural youth organisations can actually try and change that. And, you know, the first time people are going to think, oh, why are they talking about that? But, you know, the second time they won't think that. And it's just starting it, isn't it? And as you say, it is really sensitive. So how would you suggest attempting to start these conversations and approaching them? Actually, this... uh this podcast with something like this it might be a start but um, overall i think we just um, for in the beginning i think we need to talk between volunteers more for that because if you if volunteers uh, we want to talk with youngsters we need to be open about that too and i would uh, i would suggest like some lectures I could get some specialists uh, about this uh, infectious uh, disease, about contraception methods, anything that uh, could educate them, and then they can give this, like, give this information out to others. And for youngsters, I would say these two, these lectures, uh, that uh, they can ask questions the specialists can give out their advice and give like like real life stories about i guess teen pregnancies uh because sometimes people believe that 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 won't uh, that these things won't uh, affect them but you may never know when it's when it's gonna happen like everyone, everyone is at risk. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, some people might be thinking, okay, but this is great. But in my organization, our members are pretty young. You know, so in 4H, for example, it goes very young. Now, at what age do you think it is appropriate to start having these conversations? I would say 12, 13. It's like the beginning when the puberty hits, because they need to understand their bodies and the reactions of what happens with them uh, because uh, it it starts around that age and uh, i was uh, watching uh, like um, searching for statistics and uh, half of the new these stds um, uh, half of the stds uh, cases it's uh, for young people around 15 
to 24 years old. So 15, I guess it's too late, a bit too late, because uh, there is a high risk to already get that. But I would say 13, 12, maybe more or less 12, 13, around that age. I think it's a really interesting one because I, I'm really, I really think it would be brilliant that our organisations tackle this topic a little bit more because so many people, especially young people, will be absolutely terrified at having these kind of conversations with their parents. So I do think we, we can play quite an important role. Yeah, yeah, true. Actually, that's true. Sometimes, yeah, it's easier to talk with the someone your age that I sometimes I I'm I'm talking with the with my parents about these things and everything but sometimes there are things that I'm like hmm maybe I shouldn't mention that or <laughs> or do do they can understand what I want to say or what I want to ask of them but the people my age it's I I guess it's easier to talk about it yeah but just just imagine if people are having these conversations from 12 to 13 years old by the time that they are our age you know in their 20s it's going to be so much easier to have those conversations yeah 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 i've been trying to think you know about my time in young farmers i've been a member for like 13 years now and i can't really think of a time when my organization has spoken about sexual health and i've tried to look for other examples and other organisations and weirdly just by coincidence I've recently seen that Scottish young farmers have launched a campaign during what they're calling Jiggy With It June. Oh that's amazing (laughs) that's amazing though. (laughs) It's so good they're talking about contraception having safer sex sexual health STIs and to be honest with you I think that's the first time I've seen a rural organisation like Young Farmers talk about these topics. Yes, yes, it's amazing. Actually, when I'm thinking about my organisation, I'm a bit scared and sceptical to bring this this up because sometimes it is hard to talk about it, uh, but we need to talk about it to get a better future for youngsters that we are trying to show them like these good examples why not show them in this field too not only this healthy living as in eating healthy and doing activities and sports yeah exactly and you know i do think that sums it up perfectly and i i know that there will be people listening to this episode from all all our different member organizations and i really hope that yeah it inspires people to maybe just start a conversation try and do something to get people talking about this yeah yeah so it's good like this first step yeah it's hard it's gonna be uh, other people are gonna be skeptical we cannot change their feelings how they gonna see it and everything but we we need to take this first step because the situation it I would say it's it's re- really sad, but I'm maybe I'm a bit pessimistic, <laughs> but uh, but it I would say it is what it is, and uh, and better be safe than sorry. 
I actually, yeah, want to encourage everyone who hears this to talk about it. Maybe not at the first, like, bringing this very loud topics, but start with something small, some small steps to that. And later on, yeah, we can talk about anything related to that. Maybe um, search for, for other organizations. Maybe in your country there are some organizations who are working with that and maybe you can cooperate and they can give you some examples how to integrate that in your organization. Yeah, and when you say integrate it into your organization, how exactly do you mean that people can do that? Are you talking post things on social media? Yes. Um, talk about it at your meetings? Yes, yes, yes. Because right now social media is a big part of our lives. And maybe if you see this poster about contraception, maybe you want to explore it more. Or maybe about this, these statistics about these diseases and uh, how to uh, not get them and how how are these like symptoms if if you want to early on like um, diagnose it and be aware of them so i would say social media is it would be the first steps and then yeah there would be like these face-to-face meetings yeah i think that is some great advice and i do really recommend everyone listening to to go look at what scottish young farmers are doing they they actually launched a mental health campaign called are you okay and the you is spelt like a sheep you um, (laughs) Um, so are you okay um and as part of that um this month they're talking about sexual health and they've got posts up about contraception and stuff like I'm that. I'm actually gonna go, go there and, and check yeah, it out. Yeah, do it. Um, okay, so moving forward, your plans for the future. Do you have any plans to talk to your organisation in Latvia and, and get talking about this? More? Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, this this uh, how this opportunity actually gave me some some, I would say, strength to raise my head raise my voice to talk about it because these these this is sensitive all people wouldn't understand it and i kind of agree um like won't agree but i understand their suspicious um, feeling but if we won't do that who who else then gonna do it and as a medical student i think it is kind of my duty i would say in this organization to be aware and uh, uh, make others aware of these problems brilliant brilliant very well said um that is definitely the perfect point to end the episode thank you so much lama i think it's really inspiring what you have to say and hopefully all of us can start to feel a little bit more confident having these conversations thank you so much for giving up your time to chat on the podcast thank you you are listening to you are listening to you are listening to rural voices the rural youth europe podcast 